Welcome to Confidence and Creativity, a show where we encourage you to show up for yourself and express your confidence and creativity in business and in life. I'm your host, Samantha McCoy, founder and CEO of Mission Key Communications, and I'm so grateful to spend this time with you today. Let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Confidence and Creativity. I'm so excited to have joining us today, Alicia Robertson. Alicia is an author, business coach, and founder of the Purpose to Service Academy, a membership community and accelerator program for coaches and service-based entrepreneurs who are ready to launch their signature offer and serve their clients with less stress and more intention. After experiencing severe burnout, Alicia tore down everything she thought she knew about entrepreneurship and decided to build a successful brand that helped women to focus on building their their business without sacrificing the life they desire. So Alicia, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, I am so excited to have you and honored to have you. Look, I have my um my my planner here. So Yay! <laughs> yeah, so I've definitely been using that uh this year to get to get actually I need to maybe I should try to show the actual cover. Well, to those who are watching, those who are listening won't be able to see this, but if you're watching, this is Alicia's uh purpose planner. Thank you. So um, this, I've definitely been uh, been using that this year to help organize my life and my goals. But yes, yeah, so I'm so excited to have you today. And, you know, I really wanted to have you on because first of all, I definitely see you as someone who embraces the words confidence and creativity, because when I look at you and look at your brand, I definitely see that all the way through. So can you just kind of talk about, you know, your confidence journey? Were you always someone who kind of said, hey, I'm this entrepreneur, I'm taking the reins, I'm in front of the camera, or, you know, what it, was it a process? What was it like for you? So it was definitely a process and honestly, it's still an ongoing process. So like, it's something I've really been actively working on over like the past year. So to hear you say that you see that with like within me, like that's, that says a lot, like therapy is working. (laughs) So no, it, I haven't always been this super confident person. I've, I was someone who really, really struggled with like imposter syndrome Mm. and going into an industry for me where you're seeing like millionaires and like people who have these large followings and who are making like this really big, huge impact. Like that's something that I, I almost felt like, Oh, I I'm I'm not doing what they're doing. So like, I can't call myself a coach or Mm. I can't be in this industry because I'm not, you know, making multiple millions of dollars or I don't have an Instagram following of a million people. Like I can't call myself a coach because that's not what a coach looked like to me. Um, and I, I'm just been, you know, slowly learn learning, of course, with the help of therapy, I cannot take all the credit that, you know, I have been called, you know, in this space for a very specific reason. I have been given these gifts for a very, very specific reason. And regardless of what I think that I quote unquote should look like, you know, mm. as a coach, I have as a coach that 
I can still like be confident in knowing that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm doing what I'm called to be doing. And, you know, even if I'm impacting a hundred women versus thousands of women, you know, I'm still making an impact. And that's one of the things I try to focus on every single day is, okay, how can I take what I have now and use my gifts in this moment instead of waiting to be perfect or waiting to have it all together to impact somebody today. So that's kind of like how I kind of focus in on the confidence. Like, yeah, I can change this one person's life today or like help them in some capacity. Then I've done my job. So yes, yes. yeah, that's, it hasn't been easy though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's excellent. So, so talk a little bit more about that. Like what have been kind of some hurdles either that you've experienced or, you know, that you've seen other service providers experience just from a, from that confidence um, standpoint? Yeah, I think a lot of us, when we see all these incredible people who, you know, have been doing this for years on years on years, you know, we think, okay, I need to keep up with what they have going on. And that's one of the big reasons why I hit burnout a few years ago is Mm. because I was like, okay, I need to work my butt off. I need to take all these clients, regardless of if they are my my dream clients. I need to try all of these marketing strategies so that I can keep up with what these people are doing. And I got so deep into it that I didn't even realize that one, like their idea of success and my idea of success may be completely different. So like I'm chasing someone else's like dream when I should be focusing on like my own paper. Yeah. And then- also too within that it's like these people probably have teams and like uh you know other people helping them out in their business so of course they can keep up that big momentum and try all these things because they're not the only ones doing it right and i spent so much time like hustling and just burning myself into the ground really just trying to keep up with what i thought would make me look like a quote unquote successful coach mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. my body was like oh okay if you're not going to have a seat i'm going to make you have a seat and mm. like i really got to the point where i just could not get up yeah. and that's one of the big things and and the reason why i i do what i do now is because i don't want other women specifically to feel like they have to hustle, you know, 24 seven, and they have to, you know, try all of these different marketing strategies that may not even align with their brand or align with maybe their morals or what they believe in, in their business in order to be successful. Like I truly believe that you, you have the rights to define success on your own terms. If that means making a million dollars, great. If that means just making enough to pay for your child's daycare, then that's okay too. But really defining what that looks like for you and then setting that strategy up to help you to achieve that. And I think for me, it really hit my confidence because it was like, oh, you're doing all these things and you can't keep up, then you're Mm. obviously not a good coach. Or, you know, you are, you don't have, you know, 10 BMWs in the driveway and I'm being dramatic, of course. Right, no, I get it. (laughs) But, you know, you're obviously not a good coach. And I think I let that really tear me down in a sense. And instead of looking at the impact I was making, instead of looking at the results that my clients were getting, I was way too focused on what other people may or may not have thought about me um, Mm. to the point where I was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Wow. Yeah. And it, it just, it was just a whole just season of, I needed to start over in order to like truly 
build back what my original goal was or like my original dream was because I had gotten so far deep into someone else's idea of success that Mm -hmm. I was a hot mess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's real. And I I really appreciate you, you sharing that. Mm -hmm. And something else that I really wanted to talk about is just your confidence to pivot because, you know, of course, now in this season, this extended quarantine season, extended pandemic season, that is the word of the year, right? Mm -hmm. But what I really admire about your journey is that you didn't let that burnout or that frustration, you didn't say, okay, I'm going to stop and shut down everything. Mm -hmm. And you have had a few pivots throughout your journey since you started and made one recently. So can you talk a little bit about that and saying, you know, even people who might be listening that are, whether they're in entrepreneurship or even career, family, you know, just making those distinctions and saying, okay, Am I supposed to be doing this right now? Do I need to stop or do I need to pivot? So what what is that process like as far as decision-making? Yeah. So for me, I'm really big into praying. I try not to make any major moves until I, you know, tap in and say, all right, God, like, what are we doing here? Because something's not sitting right. It's not making any sense to me. So like, what are we doing? And I know for me, whenever I get that uneasiness feeling or like that feeling of something just doesn't feel aligned. um, Also, when what I'm doing almost feels forced. I know, okay, Alicia, either you need to go take a break or something is about to change and like you need to be ready to like pivot once you figure that out. And the first pivot I made was when I hit burnout. Um, I just completely shut down. Like, and I thought at that time, okay, you just need a break. Like, let's relax. Yeah. Give it a few weeks or so, you'll be fine. But even after then, I still felt uneasy. I still almost had like this resentment almost for my clients. Mm. And like, my clients were great. It wasn't their fault. It was, it was me. Yeah. So I knew at that time that I needed to like, just start over. And I, and I didn't know what starting over looked like. like, Um, I had just wrote a book. Um, I had the podcast, but the podcast was really just about promoting the book. Like there was no end game, really no end game to it. I just, that was like my marketing thing to promote the book. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to figure this out. So I just completely, I took the sales page off my website for my coaching um, services. I wrapped up with my other coaching clients and I was like, okay, what can I do with this brand, which was living over existing at the time. And I just took a while to just throw some ideas at the wall and just to see like what would stick. And Mm -hmm. of course, because timing is never on our side, I end up pregnant. So I'm like, okay, wow. (laughs) Let me really have a seat and like figure out all of this because you know, what's better than, you know, during a career shift than finding out you're having a new child. Right. (laughs) So yeah, I just, and I do feel like you know, that was supposed to happen the way it yeah. did. Yeah. Well, you know, the relationship was good. So that's, that's always the plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had a <laughs> married time married life hands. was good. Married yeah. life was going well. <laughs> I had a little extra time on my hands. Yeah. So, you know, and I, and, I, and I do feel like it all happened the way it should, because had I been hustling like I was and like just working myself to the bone, like that mixed with like getting ready to have a child would not have mixed. Like that would have been a mess for me to like sort out and like figure out. And I didn't know 
she was my, she's my first child. I didn't know yeah. like what that would look like with running a business. So there was no way that that would have been sustainable while also having a newborn. Like right. I would have had to stop eventually. So like, I'm thankful everything happened the, the way it did. Yeah. But for me, like I said, I always just felt like this shift is about to come and I, I pray through it and I blame me being just like, you know, type A type of person, but I love a good list. So I'm always writing down like, okay, what are the pros and cons of this? And living over existing went through a bunch of different transitions before I finally like settled on it being a membership community. Um, And still today still has like the same purpose. So I was always big on, okay, I'm not going to let any other woman who is a coach or any type of service provider or back then any type of business owner really to experience the same type of burnout that I hit. Like Mm. if I can avoid that, I'm going to help you. And I'm really big on building your business with intention, meaning business around the life that you desire. A lot of people, when they start their businesses, it's like, okay, you know, I don't have to go out anymore. I'm going to hold myself up in this office. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to work 24 seven. And while I do believe that there are seasons that require more of you in your business, I don't believe that you should have to completely isolate the world around you in order right. to be successful. And that's the place where I kind of felt found myself in. Yeah. So that was my first shift. Cut me off if I'm being too. No, long you're fine. Okay. Good. <laughs> but, um, few months ago, so we're, we're recording this in February, um, back in, I will say October of 2020, I started feeling that feeling again. It's like, mm. okay, Alicia, something isn't aligning. Something isn't, isn't, doesn't, doesn't feel right. So I'm like, okay, let me just going to go back and just figure out what is missing here. And back then living over existing was a membership community, basically for any woman entrepreneur who wanted to learn more about building a business with intention. Like you didn't have to have a business built just yet. You could pretty much be in any like industry or field. And I kept feeling this tug of like, okay, narrow down. Niche mm. down some more, pare down some more. And I was like, what? No, 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 I'm good. And then I felt like God was like, okay, then take your own advice. And I'm like, oh, okay, you got me right there. <laughs> I'm always telling people, other people, like, yeah, like niche down, like yeah. be specific on one person and have that one problem you want to solve and that yeah. one offer. And like, I think I'll, my businesses have never really started with a plan, which is sad to say. They've always just kind of stumbled. And just so happens. Yeah, sometimes that happens. A yeah, lot of times that happens. A lot of times that happens. <laughs> and that's definitely been my journey. So for like yeah. living over existing, I literally was building as I was figuring things out. So definitely right. a couple things kind of slipped through a crack, the cracks there. So I went back through um like really, really old blog posts from like my very first days of like blogging and coaching way back in like 2014, 2015. Mm -hmm. And like one of the things that was like a reoccurring theme was, okay, you help, you're talking a lot about service-based entrepreneurs. And like, I had a whole course called Purpose to Service back then that I had created for service-based entrepreneurs. And it never, yeah, it never really clicked to me. Like that was like your lane. Like that's like what you were really thriving in back then. And I thought about it Right when I started, you know, following more people and consuming more content and, you know, started feeling like I had to chase someone else's idea of success, I kind of let 
that goal or that niche kind of fade away. Mm. And I realized that I had really just gotten off of track of like who I wanted to serve and like why I wanted to serve them. So I made the decision in back in October, I believe, to really just restructure a lot of things like within my business as far as like who I was targeting. And I wanted to really target, again, coaches and service-based entrepreneurs who really wanted to build their business, but didn't want to feel like their clients were in control of them, you know? Mm, That's good. Yeah. So I I wanted to really just make that the core of why I was doing what I was doing and really just getting back to like my roots. Like a lot of people just thought it was like a change that I made out of thin air. And I'm like, no, I've been talking about service-based entrepreneurs since like 2015. Like, yeah, always been like my jam. Right. And With that big change, like, you know, everybody was like, oh, okay, like that makes sense. Like I get it now, but still the name living over existing, like something just didn't connect Mm. with that shift. Mm -hmm. So I, um, a friend um, suggested that I like pray for seven days before I made any like rebranding decisions, because that's, Mm. that's a big decision to make. Like, that's not something that you just kind of dive into. Yeah. So I spent those seven days. I don't even think I got to seven days before God was like, it's time for you to like shift that like living over existing was great for the book that you wrote. Yeah. But it's, you're going into like a new season now and you really need to shift what it is that you are wanting to like focus on. And another thing that was brought up was I was planning for the moment, like what I wanted to happen in this moment. Mm -hmm. And God was like, no, think bigger, like dream Mm. bigger. Like what does your 60 year old self want to do? And I was like, I want to write books. Like I love writing. I love coaching, but I don't know. Writing is like what I imagine 60 year old me doing. Like, yeah. So he's like, you need to be, what you're building now needs to, you know, be reflective of what you want in the future. So I decided to completely rebrand living over existing, um, which for me looked like relaunching my personal website. So aliciarobertson.com and then also completely rebranding um, my community. And now it's accelerate an accelerator arm on it as well to the purpose to service Academy. So I know that was a story, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I, I do feel like, you know, every step that I've kind of taken in my business has, been a lot of like divine intervention, but also to like push myself and push me out of my comfort zone, but not in a way that's like, oh, you need to keep up with the Joneses. Like how can I challenge myself and challenge what I want in my business, but not in a way where I'm just, you know, again, competing with someone else. Yes. Yeah. No, I think that is, that is such an amazing story. I'm really glad that you shared that process because I think really what I'm hearing is the the confidence is built and is con- and is sustained by you going back to your value system what you want what you desire and what success looks like for you because i think sometimes when we're going after someone else's idea of success we might not even realize it in the moment but that could be where the the lack of confidence comes from because we're kind of uneasy and shaky because it's not really what we want anyway, you know? And so we can't really show up fully as that, or we may be showing up as that, but it's not aligning with the way that our life 
we want our life to be. So we don't feel like it's in sync. And so I think that is so key to have those step, step backs, pauses, prayer time, all of that um, to really align and check in with yourself. So I think, and I just love the fact that you just didn't stop because a lot of times that's a temptation too, and is to just say, okay, I'm just going to stop. I'm going to shut everything down. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good at this and kind of go down (laughs) that spiral. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but you were able to continue to, to move forward and, and pivot and adjust. So I guess speaking along with that, where does your, where would you say your creative inspiration comes from like I know you have a leg up on everybody because you're like a graphic designer pro so there's that (laughs) but outside of that uh where would you say what helps you kind of stay um stay inspired I love learning things like I am such a nerd. I will sit on YouTube and learn how to make my own logo or (laughs) learn how to create my own workbooks or my own website. Like that's just, I've just always been very just inspired by learning things. Yeah. And I think at the beginning of like my entrepreneurial journey, it was like, you're learning to survive (laughs) because I couldn't afford to pay anybody else. But I I think from that, it just kind of turned into, okay, I can like sit here and not feel like I'm being bothered by anyone. I can sit here and watch this little YouTube video and like play around in Photoshop. And it's almost become like very therapeutic to me. Like, yeah, like it's weird, but I really do like love just learning and trying out new things. Yeah. And I I think that's pretty like my, my really, like my biggest inspiration when it comes to like creativity. It's like, almost like let me challenge myself a little bit to Mm -hmm. see if I can learn this new thing. And then once I'm like, oh, okay, well, it doesn't seem that hard. By then I'm like a hundred percent invested in it and I have to finish it. So (laughs) it's really just that, that, that learning piece. I think that really piques my interest. (laughs) Yeah, no, that, that's amazing. I I mean, I wish I had that kind of patience with, with graphics, but (laughs) (laughs) but no, that, that's awesome. So as far as just where you are now versus, you know, where you were before, how are you feeling now, you know, going into this pivot? Like, did you have any hesitations or was it just kind of like, I made this pivot. It's smooth. It feels so much better. How did it feel for you? So I definitely had hesitations um, just because I have made pivots in the past and I have changed things in the past. And I don't think a lot of people who are not really, who, I don't think a lot of people who, one, haven't really followed me for that long understand, like, mm-hmm. kind of how my brain works. And then, two, a lot of people who may be new into entrepreneurship, I think they think, oh, well, you know, however you start is how you keep moving. You only keep getting better. I don't think enough people talk about the pitfalls and the ups and downs and the changes and the pivots that happen while you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I, I was really hesitant to make the change just because I'm like, I don't want anybody to think I'm just wishy-washy mm, or yeah. I don't want anyone to kind of question my practice as a coach because I've made changes in my business. But I've always been very vocal that I would rather you make a pivot than to stay stagnant. And like, mm-hmm. that has always been my thing. I am not going to stay in a place where I can't grow or don't feel like it's going to help me to achieve my ultimate goal. Like I would rather you look at like, look at me like I'm crazy than for me to sit here and stay stagnant, you know, this entire time and not do anything. So 
definitely like I think that's normal to have hesitations but when I tell you everything has just been flowing so easily for me like once I made that decision content became easier to create um I, I was talking to you before we started recording that I've been getting like press opportunities on yes. podcast and I'm like that was my goal. And I didn't, haven't even had to pitch myself yet. I haven't even started wow. yet. So everything has just been feeling like it's flowing. I feel more like me. And yeah. I think that's one of the thing, reasons why I love building a personal brand so much is because I can talk about, you know, you getting yourself together in your business all day. And then tomorrow I can show a picture of my cute kid. And right. like, it makes sense because this is me like this. I can be myself. And yeah. Um, I was somebody I was I've been getting into like the reels on Instagram and someone was like I love how you know you make it seem so natural and I'm like mm. well, one it, it's not natural for me because <laughs> I think it's a weird concept but <laughs> I said you know I, I really I don't want to do anything where I can't be myself so if I can't get on mm. here and be goofy and silly and share my favorite rap songs like then I don't want to do it. And I feel like yeah. that's the privilege of having like a personal brand that like allows me to be goofy and silly and like show my like normal side. Like this is the same me that you get in our coaching sessions is the same me I am in real life. So yeah. I, I, I love how this transition has just allowed me to be more comfortable in myself. And like, even my husband said, he was like, I feel like you're like getting out of your shell more. And I'm like, because I feel like I can be me and not yeah. really hiding behind a brand anymore. Like, I feel like I can be myself. So I, I love this change. I, I, it's, it's scary going into it. And I feel like anybody who is in the midst of taking a pivot can, can say that it's definitely scary. Take yeah. a leap. But once you're on the other side of that leap, it's like, Oh, okay. This makes sense now. <laughs> like I'm fine. Like I'm good. good. And yeah. like, that's exactly how I felt like, okay, this was scary, but all of a sudden everything just clicked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's awesome. That, that is a great, a great journey. And I'm so glad that it is, it's going well for you. So as far as just navigating this whole pandemic, right. Mm -hmm. And how has that been as far as just keeping a winning mindset or keeping a hopeful mindset in the midst of everything that's going on? Uh, what are some tools in, that have helped you to do that? Yeah. Who therapy. Yeah. I am an advocate, y'all. I am an advocate yes. therapy. Look, it works. It does. It, <laughs> it definitely does. It works. So that just having someone who I feel like I can talk to about this whole pandemic that is happening, still happening, Lord, yeah. that is still happening and having someone to just listen and not necessarily like, okay, well, you need to do this in your business and you need to do that in your business, which I love. And I love, you know, having people that I can go to for that, yeah. but having someone who is just going to sit there and listen to me, like just complain. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how much I needed that. That's real. So, yes. And like, so that has been so helpful. Um, taking care of myself has yeah. been really helpful. So every single morning I work out, I journal, I like dedicate that first part of the day to my, myself and like, just mm -hmm. going through like my devotional and taking care of me. Um, yeah. that was something that I didn't realize I needed more of until this pandemic hit. Like I, I, I keep telling my friends, I really do feel like this pandemic is showing a lot of us, the areas of our life where we needed more help. 
or like yes. what we needed to focus more on. And like, as soon as this pandemic hit, it was like, oh girl, you don't take care of yourself enough. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree because it's like when you're running around, you know, Mm-hmm. so much doing so many things on the mm-hmm. road you know going from place to place a mm-hmm. lot of times you can neglect yourself and not even realize you're neglecting yourself because you don't have time to stop and think about it right mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. now we're kind of in this we're in this space where it's just like oh you know I don't have my usual options or usual you know busyness mm-hmm. at least from a you know public gathering standpoint mm-hmm. so, you know it definitely gave us a lot more time, I think, to, to really, well, really it, we couldn't run away from something. Yes. I'll say at least for me, like, yes. That's <laughs> exactly. thing, it's like, Oh, I guess I have to deal with that now. Or I guess mm-hmm. that's a thing. So yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. It was like, it really just like showed you, okay, wow. I really don't like sitting at home. Like, let right. me figure out why I can't sit <laughs> with myself. <laughs> that's real. Very, very real. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, just taking care of myself has just been huge for me getting through this. And then thankfully, I run the type of business where I didn't have to make, you know, too many like shifts and pivots. But I think just talking with like my clients and just reassuring them that things were going to be okay, I think was just a huge piece of like how I've been doing business in this because everything has been so uncertain. And a lot of us, most of us have never lived through something like this. So right. I think people were just looking for that community and just reassurance of, okay, I can, I can keep doing this. So yes. being, being able to have that poured into me, but also pouring that into like my clients has been really helpful. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's a great point too, making sure that you're full so mm-hmm. that you can give to other people. Cause that is the, uh, you can't, you can't serve other people if you are, if you're empty. So at least not without being burned out. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Well, Alicia, this has been such an amazing conversation. I have just learned so much um, from you and I um, definitely will continue to follow you on your journey. So can you just let everyone know um, who's listening and watching where they can follow you and, and what's coming up next for you? Yeah, so you can find me on my website. It's aliciarobertson.com. Um, you can find me. I mostly hang out on Instagram and Twitter, and it's at the Alicia Nicole. Uh, so those are like my spaces. Right. And um, for me, I, I think it's just expanding on what I have. Like I have this one incredible offer. So we have our membership community and then this upcoming week, we're launching the accelerator leg of it. So just having like this one offer and finally having something I feel like is solid enough to continue building on is, it's really just spending the rest of this year, just seeing like how far I can take it and like how I can even make it better as I'm getting feedback from our clients. So yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. This is awesome. So everyone definitely follow Alicia and definitely just want to encourage everyone that if you are in the midst of a pivot is okay, you will get through it. And um, definitely don't give up and take care of yourself and keep on going. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thanks everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. We would love to know what you thought about today's show. If you enjoyed it, please give us a five-star rating, leave us a comment, and share with a friend. 
I'm your host, Samantha McCoy, and you can find me on Instagram at smccoyjoy. That's S-M-C-C-O-Y, joy. If you're a business owner in need of public relations or communications support, reach out to us at missionkeycommunications.com. We also want to hear about your confidence and creativity journey. Send us an email or DM with your story, and you might be featured on an upcoming show. Until next time, show up confidently.